No, it, well, it restarted his day against him. So it feels like six in the morning all of a sudden again. Yeah, I'm in a really bad mood. <laughs> Imagine that. We got Doug. He was doing better, God. and then this woke him up. Was, we know. got Doug rolling already in a bad mood. Yeah, go figure. Speaking of, uh, Will is not here, and Doug is filling in, which Doug will be filling in quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's a big-time commercial real estate guy, so uh, it's tough to get him. Love an excuse to get out of You're the office. You're so pretty. <laughs> yeah, he is a pretty man. He is pretty. He is pretty. Oh, God, he is pretty. Um, you like these loafers, don't you? They are nice. Yeah. you got a good color combo going. I, yeah, actually, real simple. It's a little actually, Christmas tree. Believe it or not, I own a pair of Rockfords myself. Do you really? I do. I, I break them out for special occasions. How long have you owned them? Not that long. I like you. What do you think of me? <laughs> um, so speaking of that, let's talk about that a little bit. Let's let's get to let's do one thing first before we intro Doug here. Let's talk about what Will Abbott is probably doing in Costa Rica right oh, now. Oh man. Well, he's probably not fishing. No, actually, I don't see that happening. Well, he said he was going to do nothing. Right. right. Yeah. And right. then he calls me two days ago. Yeah, we went sail fishing. I caught three sailfish today. What? That's not nothing. Yeah. So how do you go from I'm going to do nothing for five days with my wife? And, ha- and then the next day, they're going rooster fishing. That's so typical. Are you say, oh, rooster fishing? Yeah. Well, yeah. That's, so, but I, that's not nothing. Undercover Will. Yeah. Undercover Will. It's like, well, I didn't know that we had plans for that. It's like, if I knew, <laughs> if I was going to Costa Rica, I would be trying to get Yeah, that, that, that would have been on my list and he had somewhere. And 12 weights he was checking in. At the yeah, airport. he's like, yeah, yeah, as he's telling you that, you just, know. Hey, just in case. He's on yeah. the phone with you, like, cleaning his, his 12-weight <laughs> fly line. Oh, yeah, we're going to do nothing. Yeah, um, just, I'm planning on just sitting around in my bikini. Nothing. No, no. Hold on a second. I got my fly line wrapped around my foot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, yeah, just nothing. So I guess we'll get a full report. Yeah, uh, next time, sneaky, bastard. heavily filtered. <laughs> so, so Doug. <laughs> yeah. So you're you're uh, your name's Doug Rolton. Tell the people a little bit about you. About me? Yeah. Well, I'm the you know the controversial one of the group, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you do light a few fires, don't you? Yeah, I, I, I tend to st- stick my foot in my mouth a lot. <laughs> yeah. Seems to rub everybody the wrong way. You, you, but the greatest thing about you, Doug, is that you don't actually do it on purpose. Like It's not like you run around with a can of gasoline and yeah, a lighter. A flag that like, says. You're just walking down the street, and you trip over a can of gasoline, and then all of a sudden a lighter pops out of Boom. magic, and the fires are started. Like, it's, yeah. it's I think amazing. I'm just a good target. You, you are know. a good target. The camera thing. Probably should have rethought that. So yeah, yeah. so Doug Doug uh, <laughs> is involved with Flood Tide. He makes uh, these really great little videos, films, and Drake funny. Magazine award-winning films. Oh, let's yeah. talk about that. I'm yeah, very so. popular with the guide community. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they love Doug. 
<laughs> so Doug is real spastic, kind of ADD. Very. Uh, but his films are like more laid back and chill. So it's kind of like you bring this yeah, opposite side of your life, right. if you will, to your movies. And uh, uh, we've taken advantage of the fact that we've incorporated him into the business because people love going to watch the films. I do too. And, you know, if it sells a shirt, great. But the main thing is to get people there to hang out and waste 20, 30 minutes watching these really cool films. So if you haven't seen them, check them out. Uh, Absolutely. Low Country Journal is kind of the name of it, and it's on our website. But anyway, um, I didn't mean to do – I'm not trying to do the sales pitch. I don't feel – it, it was a good sales pitch. Oh, you're giving, I, I, I you're, love it. I wish you're I giving wish free I stuff this. away right now. You're giving free yeah. awesomeness. Yeah, just call really in to pitch. the phone call we don't have. Just call in right now. We'll give you some free stuff. <laughs> yeah. well, you know, that was what the whole idea behind the videos was to begin with, was to try to give somebody a free glimpse into you know, what we were doing on the water. Yeah, because most people don't live in Charleston. Right, right. Or maybe you're stuck in the office, or maybe you don't have the – you know, a redfish fly in your backyard like we do, but um, or you yeah. don't have a boat like I don't, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. So. Always that. Yeah. Or you have one and you don't ever use it like I do. But, you know. but yeah, I, or I you have a really nice one that's just completely covered in mud. Yeah, well, that yeah. happens. Yeah. It's it muddy business out there. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, I think that was. So yeah, I knew Doug when I lived in Atlanta, and then you moved here about a year and a half before I did. So yeah. I kind of, you were kind of established when I moved here, so it was great because I got to go fishing with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we've we've. If not I'm enough. not fishing, I do watercolors. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so good to have you here today. Uh, we don't miss Will at all. Will no, Abbott, you're no. catching rooster fish in Costa Rica. Yeah, screw that guy, man. Um, we should have had him call in. Who will? That would have been awesome. Kitty, I mean, can you get? I mean, can you even call? From it would have been all in Spanish, though. Uh, yeah, yeah exactly. He would have been speaking Spanish. It wouldn't have worked out real no, well. No. Actually, Mike, they have international calling these days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, see, yeah. When I travel, like I go, to, I, like when I travel to the Bahamas, I always tell people that I, I can't call, right? And I immediately turn my phone off. I have, I have like four bars and right. can like surf the internet. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, no phone service. For That's a week. the last thing I want to do is yeah, like call from home when I'm on vacation. I know. As far as it's us, and we're calling Will. Well, I've had to like thrilled. last time I was in the Bahamas, I had to call Will on the on the Google phone thing because we were dealing with all this crap that I had to I had to call him. Right. But uh, that's the only reason. Well, actually, last time I was in Costa Rica, I had to call. I was in jail. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, can we hear that story? (laughs) Were you really? You went to jail in Costa Rica? Yeah. Yeah, it was right. You have, like, all these random jail stories. Yeah. I didn't understand what anyone was saying. Well, why'd you go? Because you don't speak Spanish. Did you trip over that can of fire? (laughs) I I think they thought I was an easy target. Well, easy target for well, you're you're leaving a lot of gray area here, yeah. Doug, and I'm not really picking up what you're putting down. So, explain. Easy target for what? How we didn't how did really you? Go to jail. Oh, we actually okay. talked our way out of it. Yeah. Oh. oh, permiso! You had to buy a permiso for permiso. Bucks. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, we tried to run from a cab <laughs> without paying. Oh, oh without, yeah, I was like, why dude. would you run from a cab? That's okay, pretty. That's pretty douchey. I actually don't remember much of it. <laughs> Unless they're trying to run you over. So alcohol might have been involved. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. That's a mystical yeah. liquid, isn't it? A little few too many of those. What are they, Imperials? Is that what the, that beer uh, in there yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. And there's also that, what's the liquor that they shoot down there? It's got nitroglycerin in it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. What would that be? Kamikaze or something? No, Kamikaze, no, is, no, a, no, kamikaze no. is a girl no. shot, man. Guaro. Like, it's called Guaro. Guaro? Guaro. Well, Jeff came in here the other morning, and he was like, hey, man, I'm just not feeling good. I had like... Fifteen kamikazes. Yeah, you know, okay, like dollar like, kamikaze. You know what? You know what's? You know what's in a kamikaze? I used to bartend. I made a lot of kamikazes. Don't for they pre-mix them? No, you don't pre-mix them because oh, okay. you mix it. Well, it's, they do. It's, right, they do. It's yeah. like half a shot of vodka, 
Ha- like, not even a full shot of vodka. And then, like, lime juice and mixers. It basically, there's, like, six mixers to go into it. Most of them citrusy. So, like, lime, lemon, uh, margarita mix, whatever. You can basically kamikaze people make it up as they go. But either way, there's literally not even a full shot of vodka in it. That's all the alcohol that's in it. It's it's a garbage shot. Hence like the dollar. Hence. Morning for me. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I could drink nine kamikazes and go out and, like, and do calculus. Like, it's not exactly... You have a drunk Bailey's from a shoot? <laughs> it's not exactly a tough shot. So, yeah, next time I see Jeff and he's complaining about, I drink, yeah. I drink a bunch of cum, I'm going to punch him right Well, in the technically gut. that means he had seven and a half shots. He said he had seven and a half shots. He of, had 15 of, kamikazes, so that comes he, out to seven He was and feeling half. sick because he drank a bunch of lime juice. That's what was <laughs> he was drinking a bunch of those with April Vokey at uh, I uh, Jeff. I can Jeff only was like, he goes, yeah. man, I'm just dancing with some girls. And someone's like, uh, you were dancing with April. He was like, who's that? Who's <laughs> So, yeah, it's, it's uh, awesome that our yeah. intern knows nobody. She's married right. or something. Right. That's good, though. Hottest girl in our industry. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, Next time I So, see how it. about that old Banny Rooster, Texas Rangers manager, winning manager of the year? Yeah. I mean, let's how talk about, about it. Well. Old Banny. You're, you're talking to yourself. I don't know anything yeah, about Texas no Rangers or anything you're talking about right now. Everybody wants to. There it is. There it is. <laughs> if anybody should be talking about anything, it should be my 9 and 0 Panthers. Uh, that's the biggest. Hounded. Well, I'm a Georgia Bulldogs fan, so I stopped watching football <laughs> a few weeks ago. And, oh, when uh, you went on that Facebook rant? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone ugly. out there loved that Facebook <laughs> rant. For everybody who read that and was deeply offended, I am a University of Georgia grad and the biggest fan in the world. Just having a moment of venting on Facebook. Liberal hippie. Wasn't very popular. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was entertaining, though. It was uh, fun. You get that worked up over a Facebook thing and everyone ruins everyone's day that's just laughable um but people take things serious on the facebook they really do they get they get hurt how serious do you think this nine and oh panther start is i think it's gonna go all the way dude it's not gonna don't say horrible things like that you look this is the nfl nobody goes all the way ever hardly minus one time and like the dolphins did it but i thought the patriots did it no the patriots didn't do it they lost that year in the super bowl So to the Giants, to the Giants. So like nobody, you're gonna lose. I'm expecting to lose at some point. I just it better not be to the Redskins this week. But at some point we're gonna lose. But I think it's legit, man. I mean, well, you know Thomas Davis went to Georgia, right? That's the beauty of pro football, Doug. They all went to college somewhere. But yeah, I guess Georgia (laughs) had to be somebody's school. (laughs) I'm telling you, we produce a lot of talent. No, I'm 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 excited about it, man. I've been a Panthers fan since I was like I guess when they came into town like '95. So I was ten. So yeah, man, I'm I'm excited. I've never never been a part of a winning team like this. You know? Yeah, I would have honestly <laughs> bet a thousand dollars that Cam Newton was going to be a bust in the NFL. And he's he's too. unbelievable. Uh, Guy's he's a surgeon. Good. He's yeah. good, man. I definitely would have done that yeah. too. He's good. Yeah. Well, uh, let's let's take it out to a commercial with a little tune here. All right, um, let's let's play a little. Yeah, I'm going to grab a Kamikaze, little Waylon. <laughs> Swashbuckling hero. I don't want beer. I want something special. Bull. Bull? The Schlitz Malt Liquor Bull. It's a special premium brew that's in a class by itself. What noble taste. Uh, Robin, my son. How about a little game of bumper pool? If you want to change up the taste, with a big bowl taste. Don't take beer, say bull. Bull. The Schlitz Malt Liquor Bull. 
Buddy from Play School. Sits around in his underwear Biting on a bullet Pulling out all of his hair A shotgun will has got all of his family there Well, you can't make a record If you ain't got nothing to say All right That's a long, long commercial <laughs> couple quality commercials from the old days. As you can tell, we don't really have sponsors. It's kind of... Uh, <laughs> well, these, these really are sponsors. These are these are products and, and commercials that shaped our lives, Paul. Yeah, they, they carry they, us through. Things they brought you yeah. us. If yeah. it wasn't for them, there wouldn't be us. And True. There wouldn't be a radio show. So technically... Michael, you're like the philosopher of the group. Hey, man. you got to think about things sometimes. Self-healing, helping Michael Benson. <laughs> we, we haven't even announced yet. We've got Mad Mike Benson here. I'm always here. And I'm Paul Pucchetto. <laughs> Pucchetto. Um, <laughs> all right, well, next we're going to uh, we're gonna start talking about some fantasy football. Love me oh, some fantasy football. Um, let's see. We're going to – Here we go. First, let's just – got Doug here. And the funny <laughs> thing about Doug is – Fly fishing for sharks. We <laughs> had to – Everybody seems to like that <laughs> this year. We had to I, talk, I, 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 we had to talk Doug in a couple years ago to playing fantasy football. Like, <laughs> like, dude, we have two spots left. You have to do it. He was like, okay. So he couldn't do the draft. And next thing you know, he wins. <laughs> and it's controversial because it's like he's in the playoffs, and I noticed he doesn't have his kicker in. <laughs> And Which is a huge no-no. Like you were out on the water, and you're yeah, like, dude, yeah, I can't I change it. I'm, I'm on the water. And I, I know, like, I know, a lot of leagues they'll kick you out, man. If you don't yeah, set your, yeah. if you don't set your, sta- like if you aren't on top of your thing, they give you like a two-week grace period, and then you're out. Like, what do you think I was hoping for? <laughs> well, dude, you were I, mean, like, I was like, look, if I just fall asleep at the wheel, they'll just they'll this car is going off a cliff. It's just to see who goes into the final game, though, and you're like, my cooker, and so you had me change it. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So that it, was the controversial part. I actually yeah. had to uh, execute else. a trade for uh, me, and he ended up winning. FCC violation. <laughs> <laughs> so he ended up winning, but with Martha that, Stewart that's in illegal jail. in the state of California. Yeah, right. With that in mind, we're going to call our. We kind of put out a little search of some high-profile guys that could kind of talk to us about a little fantasy football. We're doing dogs. we're doing this for yeah. you guys, so you can yeah. set up your fantasy. Yeah, we found lineup. this guy. So uh, get get your pen out, take some notes. It's time for some trade talk. Yeah, we just did a little intro. We don't really know how knowledgeable he is, but he costs us a lot of money, and his name is <laughs> Dr. William Janus or Janus or something. He better be worth okay. um, He's in Atlanta, I think. Yeah, yeah, he's out of Atlanta. Yeah. You want to give him a call? I got him. All right, here we go. We're okay. dialing him up right now. Cool. This ought to be good. If he'll ever answer. Uh, hello. Hey, doctor. How we doing? Uh, long time no talk. Yeah, it's uh, been a little while, so uh, we're calling you here. You got Paul Puckett, uh, Doug Rowland, and of course uh, Mike Benson here. Do you uh, <laughs> do you me- do you remember why we're calling you? We're going to talk to you about a little fantasy football. Oh. Uh... Football, yeah. Football. You are the authority, um, right? Yeah. I'm a doctor. 
<laughs> that's, so, that's always encouraging. I worked, I worked very hard to get here. So for fantasy football or to be a doctor? I'm confused. Are we talking about fantasy football today? Do we have the wrong number? No, no, no. I love fantasy. Um, <laughs> well, let's give <laughs> our football, listeners some fantasy picks here. You, football, football. We need the football part. Oh, yeah. Peyton Manning. <laughs> uh, he's really making me mad. Uh, I'm really glad they benched him because I can't take him no more on my team. He just hurts. He hurts. So, fantasy advice number one from Dr. William Janus: <laughs> Brock Osweiler from Denver is starting. You play him. You no play Peyton. I, I don't Peyton know. Peyton okay. give you zero. That's that's definitely Brock. some that's definitely some front edge advice. I haven't heard anybody talking about that guy. Yeah, you don't hear a lot of guys going against Manning. Yeah, so you wouldn't pick up like a Tannehill or something. You'd yeah. go with the backup Osweiler. at Denver. Well, it depends on, you know, who's available in your league. So, for instance, in my shitty read, um, oh, sorry, that's my shitty wife. Um, Doctor, are you okay? I'm, I'm fine. She asked me if I want to eat now, and it's, it's not time for jowl. So I don't need to eat jowl. It's only 11.30. She's probably tired of you uh, talking about fantasy football. Yeah. She she's like my mother. They don't like football. When I moved out of my parents' house at forty five, I was able to watch American football. I'm serious. They just like soccer this, soccer that. It's like I don't care about no world bowl. You know the one where they all kick her up. The big championship, the world bowl. Oh, sorry, World Cup. Oh yeah. World, yeah. Oh, world yeah. Cup. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So listen, if you have Peyton Manning, he's no good. So if he's on can't cut list, you can't cut. So what do you do? You trade. So what I would do if you want to really trick someone is you're like, hey, I need kicker. You give me John Brown, and I give you Peyton Manning. And they'll be like, oh, I don't read any news for fantasy football, but that sounds like I'm going to get him. Turkey, turkey. No, I fool you. You don't fool me. I fool you. <laughs> so. So you're saying we should give up Peyton for a kicker? Peyton, no more play. Peyton, done. <laughs> I already heard his Peyton foot, has man. injury. Yeah, plantar fasciitis. Oh. He tore his uh, pussy while playing. He no more play good. He no more play good. Uh, you better yeah. off take someone who tore pussy all the time wait, wait, to wait, play, wait, like wait. Tony doctor, Romo. Doctor, I think, you, I think you're calling it the wrong thing. Are you saying pussy? Pussy. Yeah, like cat. Hey, okay, okay. I got a question. Four. I got a question. Four. Doctor. It no work no more. Doctor, so yes. I have Tony Romo on my team. He's coming back from a seven-week-long out. Terrible. Should I start Tony, or should I give him a couple of weeks to kind of recoup and get used to it? You need to give Tony some calcium supplements. That man breaks way wait, too wait, many wait, bones. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Who's, what, what, two B do you have on team? What, what, what? What, what? QB. You want to know if you should play Tony Romo or who else you have on your team. 
Um, I've got Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger, yeah. <laughs> and I've got, or, and then I've got, uh, I don't know, some other jackass we don't even need to talk about. I'm asking you. Listen, listen. I play Romo. You know why? Why? Because Roethlisberger, he no more has people to throw to. He has Antonio Brown. Cool, whatever. But he no have Le'Veon Bell. He no more have, uh, anyways, they own bye weeks, so they're not play. Because D'Angelo Williams is on my roster and he's on bye week. So you can't play Roethlisberger. You have to play Romo. Or you can pick up Wayne Gretzky. I'm sure he's around. Okay. He sure. would probably be better than Romo. I'm hey, not going to lie. Doc, Doc, what do you think about uh, Todd Gurley? Oh. Oh, Gurley. Don't let him drag you into his Georgia crap. Gurley's hey, doing good. We all know hey. he's doing good. Hey, 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 Benson. I grow up in Georgia. I pick him up in on the draft, and now I laugh at you guys. I laugh at y'all, and I get points. You don't get points. I get points. That's right. So, Gurley, great pick. Yep. Wayne Gretzky, better pick. Go dogs. <laughs> good, good. I'm thinking what? about starting Paul Ryan. What do you think of Paul Ryan? <laughs> Paul Ryan? I don't know who that is. I'm sorry. I don't read a lot of gay magazines. Paul Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's not on my list. Um, well, I feel like we got our questions in. Words Anything you want to add to this, Doc? Listen, week 10, hard. Week 11, better. You get weekly fantasy updates from Dr. William Janus. You go far and win championships. Okay? All right. All right. Thank you, Dr. Right. Janus. Yes. We appreciate okay. the call. Good stuff. All right. We'll talk to you next week, doctor. Go, dogs. All right. Goodbye. Thank you. All right. That was, that was interesting. Good job. It's Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky pick. I'm going to give him the call, Ryan. <laughs> Well, yeah. he was really yelling at his wife, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah he was. Off, he was being aggressive. Like, he was not eating his, what, ch- jowls? Is that what he was saying? He was eating jowls? What nationality is he? I have no idea. He kind of slipped into, like, an Italian sound. Oh, wow. Mic down. Mic, Mic down. <laughs> we lost one. Fuck it down. We, we got some fancy new stands, so we don't have to hold our mics this week. Uh, we're feeling, like, kind of awesome, except that none of us know how to work them good. We keep dropping mics <laughs> everywhere. Uh, mine's falling over, like, eight times. Well, uh, next we got uh, we got a little a little fishing report coming. Fishing up. report, yeah, from yeah. Uh, Baron Boyette down in Houston. Oh, yeah. wow. I figure since nice. this is kind of a so. national show, that it doesn't really matter where the fishing. Yeah. <laughs> I have never never fished in Houston. I'm that's because there's no fishing. You're going to hear all about it, Doug. I, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm com- shallow water. So. Heaven. Yeah, we're going to ask him a few questions. Compare Great. our fishery to his. Probably I want to talk about bonnet heads. No, okay. you don't. Hey, Nobody you love Bonnethead. <laughs> right, I'm going to send us out with a tune and uh, come back with a little break. All right. Do and they have uh, redfish in Houston? Yeah. 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 I think that's crows. their thing. Right, right. That's a big thing. All right, yeah. here we go. Mad oh, That is not Whoa. what we were doing right now. Be struck by the arrow of weakness on the gilded path.
Wolverine, Cobra Commander no longer has the ability to leave, Destro and Dr. Mindbender comb the tombs of the most evil leaders in history, and from their genetic tissues produce a composite clone with the military genius of Napoleon, the ruthlessness of Julius Caesar, the daring of Hannibal, and the cunning of Attila the Hun. Behold the ultimate Cobra Emperor, Serpentor. What happens next? Find out in Marvel Comics. This playing aircraft carrier. Nice try for landing. It's big, tough, and built to carry all the planes, men, and equipment Joe needs to go into battle against Cobra. Feel the jet. Any Wednesday, only in, yeah, only any Wednesday. <laughs> any Wednesday, I'm not my lunch break. All day, all day. Um, well, the next thing we're gonna do, we uh, I feel well. Let me just go ahead and play the intro song for it. Oh um, yeah. Oh okay. Paul made a little intro song for our. Uh, it's kind of weak though. Our reports. It's, it's a little it's weak. It's original art, Paul. Let's see. Keep thinking karaoke or uh, 40 ounce Steve's gonna walk up. That's not weak. That's good stuff. Oh, man. Yeah, I can never get no gold fishing information. That good twang. On the flood tide fishing pole. Talk about fishing, you no. Know. Then I wonder what the hell this thing's for. <laughs> Second death. <laughs> All right. Blood tide fishing. All right, we're calling uh, Baron Boyette. He's out of Houston. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't even know if they know what flood tides are down there, do they? And it doesn't, I don't think they have a yeah, we're gonna big just, tides. We've got a, a bunch of questions to ask him. The important um, thing is okay. he's on the water okay. and we're right. not. Well, let's let's yeah. dial him up and see oh, what he does do now. Yeah, I don't, I don't do know nothing about yeah. Houston. Let's find out something. God, I can't wait to hear him. <laughs> it's got to be warning. better than Charleston fishing right now. No, Charleston fishing's been good right now from what I've been hearing. Oh, it was pretty slow for me last weekend. I didn't. I've been hunting. <clears throat> I haven't been on the water. I fell asleep on the boat. That That's a nice boat nap. <laughs> Hello? Bear and Boyette, please. Mr. Paul Puckett. Yeah. Baron Boyette, everyone. Baron, yeah. <laughs> Baron uh, you're talking to you're talking to me. You're talking to Mike Benson and Doug Rowland, the controversial Doug Rowland. Hello. Hello, Mike and Doug. Hey, what's going on, buddy? Nice to meet you. Good so, to meet you guys. So just kind of intro to Baron. I met in, uh, Baron a couple months ago. We went to Honduras together on this big big group trip. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Most of them were out of Houston. Um 
Bear and Gods down there. There's a few other gods that were down there with us. And the best part about it is we could get the internet there. And the first day of four games, the Texas Rangers versus the Houston Astros. Here we Astros. go again. Uh, God, oh has everything God. come back to the Rangers? No yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> it was a four-game sweep, and Baron took the brunt we, of it. We didn't call oh. Baron to talk about the Rangers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, Baron, uh, so, yeah, you're a guy down in Houston. And, uh, you know, I'm, I think when people come to Charleston, they probably have an idea there's a fishery there. And I'm, I know people know that Texas is on the Gulf, and there's a fishery there. But – Anything you can t tell us about Houston, the Houston area fishery that maybe people don't realize where a lot of business trips are taken to Houston and people can realize that, hey, I can go red fishing here as well? Uh, yeah, for sure. Lots of uh, lots of our clients are kind of in and out guys on business trips, but we do have a pretty good mix of, you know, your typical marsh, straight back country, um, really windy drains and creeks and whatnots, and then we have a lot of uh, grass flats and sandy pockets too. Um, so we do get to kind of experience a pretty eclectic um, fishery here that uh, it all fishes differently throughout the year. Um, yeah, like how spring. is it right now? Right now it's mostly it's mostly marsh stuff. Um, nice. It's actually really good right now. Um, you know, we're, we're starting to get some cooler temps, the water temperatures in the upper 60s, which is awesome. Um, lots of, lots of cruisers and singles as well, uh, oh, singles like and doubles yeah. going down the banks. And then, you know, you may come around a corner and there's a, you know, a pot of 10 or 12 fish crashing shrimp as well. So nice. it's, it's pretty exciting this time of year just cause you really don't know what you're going to see, but it, it really, for the most part is marsh stuff right now, which is good. We have uh, we have pretty dirty water too a lot of the year um, in our marsh, but you know, as soon as you start getting those temperatures dipping below 70, it clears up pretty good. So this is. This is probably one of my favorite times of the year to fish here. Now, I know down in, like, <clears throat> Louisiana, when I, you know, I get to get down there, my fiance is from New Orleans, and this time of year you get a lot of species that kind of wander up into the shallow water. Do you all have the same thing down there where you might get some shots of some big jacks, some stuff like that? Uh, yeah, we do get some, some jacks coming into the Galveston area. Um, we really only have two main passes um, for our base systems. So probably the best jack fishing is, you know, into August, early September, oh, um, right. which kind of interestingly enough this year didn't, didn't really seem to happen uh, as, as good as it usually does. But for the most part, aside from the jetties and, and just the two main, the two main passes, um, we don't get a lot of uh, the bigger bulls um, mm -hmm. or, you know, the big nasty black drum coming in. You don't even, you don't even really see that nasty. many porpoise in our, in our bay. Really? You're mainly looking at slots. Or, uh, or 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 resident, yeah. You know, twenty-eight to thirty-twos. So you still get some 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 you know, technically bulls residing around in the marsh area, but awesome. it's not like Louisiana where you got these offshore fish coming in and chilling in the marsh, and smoking crabs all winter, that sort of thing. <laughs> so, Baron, do you uh, do you run one of these goofy-looking uh, Texas boats? Uh, this probably belongs in boat talk, but uh, I see a lot of these boys down there with these things that look like giant surfboards. Uh, yeah. Those tunnel hull boats, those little scooter things. You know, the flat boat, deck thing. I don't, I don't, I don't understand what you mean by when you say funny. But my boat definitely <laughs> has two tunnels. Actually, a third tunnel up front that I put in myself. Um, you wait, wait. You put your own tunnel in. <laughs> And I've got my yeah, you know, you you hit a few oysters and you start to develop your own your own tunnel. <laughs> right in the uh, I, I really think I that helps with, uh, with the chatter a little bit. 
Nice. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I've actually, you know, got several tunnels and several outboards on the on the boat. I don't think it looks goofy at all, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, I, be, I bet you got one of them. On. I bet you got a, a tower on your flats boat too, don't you? Tell me, just tell the truth. It's a ladder. Tell the truth. It's a ladder. You that's got a ladder. His, that's on his airboat. Oh, that's his airboat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I call it. I call it a tower, but it's I got it at the Home Depot for thirty nine ninety five. It's a step a ladder. A few bungee cords and a cinder block. I feel really comfortable up well, there. You, you got to be able to see those schools of redfish when you drive circles around them to, you know, to school them up real tight for you. It's so. got to be functional. Yeah, you know, functional. I mean, hey, you if gotta, it works, it you, works. Hey, you, you got to rodeo them fish sometimes. <laughs> right. Yeah, I heard you Texas boys like to rodeo them redfish. <laughs> we'll rodeo them redfish. <laughs> now, I remember, uh, them up, you know, I remember when I was, on them. What, what, what is the deal with those airboats down there? Is that kind of taking over a little bit? The airboats? Yeah. Man, I, there's nothing... There's not a lot that I hate more than airboats. <laughs> Here we go. They work yeah, him over. Right. They work him over. Things that work him over. Controversial it's bearing, like, see? <laughs> hey. Oh, my God. Yeah, you see airboats in Louisiana all the time, too, but there's yeah. so much marsh over there. It, it, it makes sense because you might have to go two miles out of your way to get into one creek or backcountry lake over there. Yeah. Um, here, yeah, we got a lot of marsh, but there's absolutely no need to run across you know, 30 yards of dry marshland to get to a pond that you're not even going to fish. You're just going to do donuts in and think about maybe <laughs> duck hunting there one day. And it, it pisses me off so yeah, bad. Yeah, I, I, I can definitely see that. I think that would get under my skin for sure. You got a good uh, client story for us that just kind of comes yeah, to the top of your head at all? Yeah. Mm. Man, I... I I feel like I'm letting you down. I don't really well, have a. Well, I didn't really warn you either. Clients that have shown up in cowboy boots and just wanted to jump right on here. <laughs> Giddy up, man. You know, Paul. Paul did that. Uh, all you crazy Texas boys I, in your cowboy I do boots. fish in my boots, yeah, but they're black sole. My boat. Black sole I mean, means they're worse. Not, they're non-rub. They're non-skid. Boots. Really? Because my boat. Paul's uniform so <laughs> that was to be hairy. Like the the basketball shorts, the athletic shorts, and the <laughs> pair of cowboy boots with no socks. That was. Oh, that was what I witnessed on Duras. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, yeah, I guess you did. You might have seen that. Oh, that's yeah. great. I thought it was solid. Yeah, what'd you think I don't about see, I don't see the cowboy boots. I think they forgo the cowboy boots for uh, for Crocs. I don't know what the deal is with Crocs down here. Yeah, yeah uh, I agree. But Same way in Louisiana. Which, by the way, Crocs, uh, beside, beside being ugly, are like the worst boat shoes ever. They like You get a wet deck, and you will bust your ass. Don't yeah. ask me how I know yeah, that, but I'm just saying <laughs> they're terrible boat shoes. <laughs> Joanne yeah, bought you some Crocs, didn't she? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, lots of Crocs. I love it. Love it. So, hey, man, camo Crocs. You got like an email or a website people can find you if they're creeping onto Houston town. Yeah, if you're coming down here, uh, my website is 3bflycharters.com, and then it's just Baron at 3bflycharters.com for the email. All right, so that's www.flycharters.com. <laughs> no, right. cool, cool. Let's see how fast I said. 3B flycharters. Are you going to come down to uh, Louisiana this year, Paul? Uh, I probably cannot. I don't know at this point, but uh, let's talk about that. Yeah, let's we need to all that. get down there. Yeah. I think we do to revisit this. Hey, my boat has a, my boat has a uh, tunnel hole, too. I'll bring a, it. Uh, I'm seeing a barely live broadcast from uh, the water, from the marsh of Louisiana. Yes, uh -huh. that sounds incredible. Or from the nearest bar. You don't want to plug in things. I don't know if I want to be a part. Man, we got a lot of wires. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... There's a lot that could go wrong in a boat uh, with us and this equipment, but uh, yeah. whatever, I, I'm down to travel. Throwing some eight weights and some more fly line. Yeah, Maybe we can do that. Surrounded by salt water, exactly. Some Only uh, good things could happen. Of, 
can you explain batteries all them wires all them just running off your battery yeah just off the cranking battery can you explain to the people on the radio waves how to tie a blood knot for us? <laughs> man I, I, I'll, I'll tell you this, the key ingredient to a good blood knot is zap a gap mm-hmm. you know? can I just glue shaking, two sp- okay. hands are shaking and it's cold just put some zap a gap Best so just, knot is a lot. Just I don't lay, even know how to tie blood. Just lay two pieces of mono across each other and <laughs> a dab go. a zap a gap, and you're good. That's, that's it. what I heard. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. what I heard. It ain't going. It ain't going nowhere. <laughs> All right, buddy. We appreciate the time, man. Yeah, man. Good to talk to you. All right, fellas. Take the Aaron boy, yet? Yeah. Yeah. There he is. Aaron boy. All right. Nice. <laughs> that was fun. He seems like a nice fella. He's a funny dude. He is a funny guy. Great guy. Puts oh. up with all three of us. Yeah. Yeah, that can't be easy. So let's see. Uh, I think we were. I think right after that we were just gonna. I wanted to get a Doug story. Yeah. <laughs> controversial. Oh man. Controversial Doug. We um, we alluded to it earlier, but I don't know if we really touched on it in its full glory. Yeah. So Doug, Doug's love and oh passion God, is fishing and filming. <laughs> fishing. Yeah. And filming, dude. Oh, Chick Fil A fries. Um. <laughs> he loves a good film, Ming. <laughs> But, yeah, uh, so if you guys have any great spots where you've caught a lot of fish recently, call me up. I'll come out there with a camera and show <laughs> yeah, all the and make sure He'll make sure to give some landmarks in there, too, so everybody can get back to it, you know? Oh, righty then. I still remember when I first moved here, Chris Wilson sent me an email, and he goes, Dude, I love your videos, but keep the landmarks out of them, please, for the love of God. Which was probably the first of, like, a thousand... Uh, well, he was actually not really, Not Chris. Really cool. No, no, not yeah, Chris. Yeah. I'm saying, like, you, oh. you and the God community in general have a long history of... Oh, uh, I actually keep a collection of hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> and one day, I'm going to come and share it. I think some of... The, they're always, like, after 10 o'clock at night, so I think guys, they get a couple of drinks in them, mm-hmm. and they're, like, they look at Facebook, and they're like, that mother... <laughs> and don't you mouth off to me, or I'm going to slap you right in your penis. <laughs> That's that's uh, what he, that's what he gets at ten o'clock at night. One of those. So most of it's derived <laughs> from just landmarks and fishing and. Uh, you mean the controversy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, from making these movies and yeah. people are worried about yeah. spots being in the films and. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, I don't really know what what it is overall. I think uh, definitely we set out with some very pure intentions. Just wanted to share some of what was awesome and. I honestly hoped that it was going to bring attention to this area, and Which it guys has. were going to get yeah, business it's, from dude, it. Yeah, it's, dude, it's yeah. But what I wasn't expecting was the fact that people are so passionate. And listen, I love the passion, but people are so passionate about fishing in this area that they really do recognize things in yeah. these videos. Yeah. And it's kind of like when I worked at uh, the Fish Hawk in Atlanta, there'd be a a scene from like a tarpon shot, right? And Gary would be like, "Oh, uh, I know that spot." Yeah. Yeah. Like to me, it looks I like Braille. It. I like believe it. Yeah. I, I don't. It's they, they crazy. know the outline of the trees. I mean, I still remember when Location X came out. There were guys. Ben, our own Ben, knew the outline of those trees and some of those landmarks that were blurred out in the background. He knew that was Alligator Point. Wait, did I just do oh, something? God, bad there? Everybody knows Apalachicola is where the Location <laughs> X was filmed. I did it for you, Doug. You don't have to be controversial okay. today. <laughs> I wanted to make if it that back movie's to the like office. eight years old. I'm pretty yeah. sure everybody location yeah. X is not a movie. That is amazing anymore. though how people because yeah. when I'm fishing, I'm fishing. I'm not really looking around a whole lot. Right, right, um, right. But uh, you know, there is something to be said, and we do need to have respect for the guys that make a living out. Yeah, but, okay. No, yeah. all right. But here's here's. I the got thing. worms. Other than that, um, 
there's 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 a thin line though to be drawn here because like you said, yeah, you didn't realize that people were gonna pick your videos apart to try to figure out where you're fishing. Right. Um and and so it's where do you draw the line? Do you do you, do you not make awesome good footage because you're afraid of the one douchebag mm-hmm. who would rather pick your video apart to find fish than go out and look for one himself. Right. Or do you just make them anyway and say, fuck it? And in my book, I would say make the videos. And to everybody else out there listening to this, if you've ever watched a video with the intent of trying to find somewhere to fish, you should pick a new hobby. Yes, you Um, should. You should just go find a fire and jump in it because there's no room for you here, okay? The the inn is full. Like, we don't need that kind of crap. That To me, that's the negative part right. of this. It's not, right. it's not people making I videos. I hate goodbyes. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, and, and I can see, like, there are, there are some, some points that could be made. Like, you know, for me, like, I would never, I have a lot of guide friends, too. And my right. guide buddies, if I go fishing with them, um, you know, I always feel blessed to do that. I don't typically go back to where they took me. No. If ever. Uh, yeah, it's because yeah. that's not my spot. I'm not yeah. going to do that. And if I were to be in that vicinity and felt weird about being close to his spot, I'll call him. Be like, hey, man, are you going to be anywhere near here? Because I'm up in this region. Might swing by. And most of the time, if you give them that heads up, they don't care. I guess it's a little different when you bring a camera. I would never bring a camera into yeah. somewhere that somebody <laughs> showed me. Um, unless that person was right. with me and wanted that to be a thing. But, yeah, I, I, just, I think the blame doesn't lie on the camera maker there. If you're getting mad at the camera maker because a video is ruined fishing, what you're really mad at is the bunch of douchebags who are using videos to find fish. Right. And so I, I take your also, take your anger out on them, man. If you look at some of the videos from the oldest ones, the first ones I made to the ones I make now, the you know, that negative energy, I shouldn't really call it negative, but that criticism from that community actually drove me to be better because I had to invest in better technology. I went from using GoPro wide angle, you know, cameras to using highly sensitive focus, you know, 70 to 200 Canon L lenses which mm-hmm. really you don't have any background. You don't have anything. We're really focused on yeah, the exactly. fish and what's actually going on between yeah. that communication between an angler's fly and the fish. And, you know, that, I think they're better videos for that. I mean, I think it shows a lot more drama in them. But, and the other thing I'll say is if you're one of those guys that does try to get a shortcut to a hot fishing spot, just for once try and discover something new because there's nothing better than hard work paying off and you finding something. And you will mm-hmm. turn around a corner and you find will. Oh, yeah. a you group will. of fish no just one's believe. ever fished. Just keep going up yeah. that just creek. You know. just, but just keep believing, man. Don't be just surprised if that's someone else's hard work there, too. So, yeah, I mean, know. and if, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, you're not going to find anything that nobody knows about. That's, right. that's just not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. We all know about everything, especially me. I mean, I'm, I'm like the god of fishing right here. I know all this stuff. But, well, we're going to oh, take, take a little break. One? We're going to come back with Von Cochran. We're going to call him. Uh, he's got some cool history. I mean, a lot of people know he's an artist and uh, legend. a lot of other things. Oh, yeah. Living well, I'm, I'm really excited about this phone call. Like, yeah. I've, I've been to Vaughn's shop before. I've met him you know, once or twice, but I can't wait to talk to him. Do you all even know about his cameo in a certain movie? No. no. What? I do. Oh, okay. Is that one of Will Benson's videos? No, no. He, I think he's talking about movies. Just quit asking questions. Just quit asking questions. All right, Vaughn, we're going to have him on the phone. We'll talk to Vaughn about it. All right. Here we go. Star Wars Boba Fett is here. That means Darth Vader's always near. 
so ridiculous, R2. Underoos are for Earthlings. You're in the big league when you make a perfect fly. You're in the big league when you keep the dream alive. You're in the big league when you pluck a star or two. You're in the big league you're in the big league too. Big league chew. Man's eyes watch a great tasting shredded bubble gum stuffed into a giant stay fresh pouch. For big league flavor and big league bubbles, it's big league chew. You're in the big league you're in the big league chew. Minneapolis, St. Paul, listen up. This is Jesse, the Body Ventura, talking to you from the Chicago Lake Liquor Store, across from Sears in Minneapolis. Where should you turkeys go to buy your beer? Chicago Lake Liquor Store. You can get the finest in domestic beer as well as imported beer. You can drink little bottles or drink it like the body does. Chicago Lake Liquor is the number one beer store. They buy more, so you buy for less. Save even more on 3K Special. Number one, Chicago Lake Liquor. Sound from way out. Sounds from way out. Sounds from way, way out. out. <laughs> God, I mean, I was about to say you know it's beasties, but you yeah. who do you think it was at first? Uh, the meters. Yeah. yeah. Has that just yeah. total? Yeah, that New Orleans clunk. I like music a lot. I'm, I'm just gonna sit here and nod like I know any of these people you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. What's that, I'm what's not that CD we have of yours over there? That's oh, like, Tim Wilson. <laughs> yeah, we can listen to some Tim Wilson now. <laughs> <laughs> now. Yeah. That was kind of character. Huh? Is that emotional music? No, no, Tim Wilson's a comedian. He, oh, sings, he sings songs about uh, about funny things. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like he's been in around here. Yeah, yeah. He Well, he's dead, so. Oh, wow. Sorry. No, nah, he died. He wasn't even that old. He died of a heart attack this year. Like, wow. It was, it was, Tim Wilson. Yeah, Tim Wilson. That was this year? Or last, hmm. maybe it was. I think it was in 2015. Yeah, it was this year. Like, over the summer, he had a heart attack, massive heart attack. Man. Rest in peace, Tim Wilson. I thought you were a funny, funny man. Fine, do it now. Whoa. That was a little echoey. Yeah. All right, so uh, up next we got we got a little. Uh, We're gonna call Vaughn. Vaughn Cochran, the yeah, man. that's right, the man, yes. the myth, the legend. Yeah. Blackfly Lodge, Blackfly Restaurant, Blackfly Fly Shop in uh, Jacksonville, South Florida, North Florida. Mm-hmm. I've been there a few times. It's a nice little shop. Yeah. But he's expanded. He man's taken over the world. He has taken over the world. Yeah. Um, let me figure out what I need here. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess we're ready whenever you want to. All right. Yeah, yeah. Let's dial him up. Here we go. Vaughn's Lounge, can I take your order? <laughs> uh, look at him, he's ready. Oh, he's ready for us. Ready. <laughs> hey, Vaughn, how you doing, buddy? Very well, how are you guys? We're doing Good. great. Vaughn, what's the special tonight? The special is uh, Flaming Filet of Yak. Peking style. Peking. Wow. 
that. See, guys. This is why you go to Vaughn's restaurant. Where else are you going to find a yak <laughs> hung by its ankles done Peking duck style? <laughs> so you, yeah. you just don't find that everywhere. No, you know? <laughs> something special. So uh, Vaughn is a man of many talents. Obviously, he's quite the chef. He, uh, he's got a fly shop in Jacksonville, a restaurant in St. Augustine, the Black Fly mm-hmm. Fly Shop and the Black Fly Restaurant, which both are great places. And uh, we know that you're kind of expanding the shop. Uh, you want to kind of let us know any info about that and kind of where it's at? Well, it's, uh, it's in St. Augustine. If you've ever been to our, uh, the Black Fly Outfitter in Jacksonville, we're in a kind of a shopping center strip mall. I hate to call it that, but, uh, but anyway, there's several businesses here with Strike Zone being the anchor store, which is a 6,000 square foot tackle store that, uh, that they have, you know, everything. So, yeah. Uh, our agreement was they wouldn't have fly gear and we wouldn't have spinning gear. So that's kind of the way we've lived. Well, now we're moving 150 feet down the sidewalk. So we're right next to uh, Strike Zone uh, Fishing Center. And uh, there was an old restaurant here uh, before. So we we just took over that building and we've reduced the kitchen down to a cafe-sized kitchen. And uh, so we have a little cafe, and then we have a patio outside in between the two buildings. So we'll have a, uh, probably not the world's only, but close to it, (laughs) a fly shop with a bar and a cafe uh, built into it. It's all within the same building. So uh, think uh, sophisticated Cracker Barrel, if you want to. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, actually, uh, I fished a uh, kayak tournament in Jacksonville a number of years ago, and I think um, in Strike Zone was one of the hosts, and I I ate at that restaurant, whatever. I can't I'm trying to think of the name of it. Uh, well, eight's kind of a, a loose term for I got drunk there before the <laughs> tournament, but um, I do remember that. So yeah, I know right where you guys are going to be. That'll be cool. That'll be nice. That's yeah. a great. Yeah, we're, we've uh, the space has been divided up nicely. Yeah. Uh, we we I mean we've gutted the place and started over, which you know we thought like every every optimistic person who ever walked into a building, ah, we'll get this done in no time. (laughs) And then the and then the uh, you know, the damn health department raised their ugly head. uh, The fun stuff. So, you know, it was like, well, you gotta do this and I was just having a conversation about ice machines and, you know, that kind of stuff. So but but you know, we're plowing through it. We're actually moving the store uh, the Black Fly Outfitter into the space uh, this week. Wow. So, nice. uh, oh, cool. you know, things are beginning to take place, and then the cafe will happen hopefully before Christmas. But, uh, you know, we're going to have to bribe the health department or something. You know, it's like, oh, is that your 50 on the floor? Oh, I'm sorry, you must have dropped that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tell you, it's always something. Vaughn, I actually got a really good story for you. This is Doug Rowland. I remember, gosh, it was some years back. And we used to have a place in St. Augustine, Florida, on Crescent Beach. And I was Uh downtown in the historic area with my parents walking around, and I wandered into this little gallery. And there was a painting in there that I was so taken with. It was called Waiting. And it was two guys in yellow raincoats sitting in a flats boat waiting on a storm to pass. Uh It looked like loggerheads, actually. And I was uh-huh. just completely taken with it. I wanted it. It was it was more money than I had at the time. And, you know, I, I know my, my parents were like, all right, yeah, you can't have this, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right. Years and years later, when I finally graduated from the University of Georgia, my gift from my mom 
No way. Was that pain? It was a print of that frame. Oh, that's cool. And Vaughn, uh-huh. you had signed it for her. And it was just fantastic. And to this day, it sits in my office. It's my favorite painting. People ask me Perfect. constantly. Well, that's Perfect. cool. Yeah. The official uh, the official title of that painting is called Tarpon Time Out. Tarpon, that's it. Yes. Uh, it's, Tarpon Time Out. It's, and it's, awesome. it's funny because there's a great story to go along with that, that uh, my friend Jeff, who was a guide uh, at the same time I was, and Jeff actually does all of our internet uh, stuff yeah. uh, takes care of the orders and all that stuff for Black Fly. Well, he was in a motorcycle accident. He wasn't able to guide anymore, so I invited him to come up here and work with me. Well, that was Jeff sitting on the back of the boat. Wow! And uh, and and uh, it was just funny how we ended up together. And yeah. that place is down by Woman Key. Yes. And uh, there's a big white circle there that. Uh, that a, a friend of mine years and years ago said, just sit here on the edge of this white spot and, and the tarpon come will come right across this white spot. You know, so, that's funny. And, that's... and, and it, was, it was interesting because yeah. if, you, if you were with somebody, I mean, if you had a friend, you could fish two boats on that spot. Mm-hmm. Normally it was just a one boat spot. Mm-hmm. So Jeff and I were fishing that together and this rainstorm came and neither of us, the fishing was so good that neither of us wanted to move. <laughs> yeah, I so. caught my best permit there at Woman Key. Yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Just inshore from that spot you're talking about. You know, if you move right. out towards the island, it gets real shallow right there, where that dock comes out. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the dock at at, uh, at uh, uh, Ballast Key, actually. Okay. There goes Doug giving away fishing spots again. <laughs> he's, he's, yeah, done, right. he's done. He's done pinpointed it to a GPS coordinate for him. <laughs> hey Vaughn. Everybody, everybody in the world knows about that spot. There's no secret. Yeah. <laughs> hey Vaughn, without, I mean, you could probably spend 20 minutes kind of telling everyone your timeline, kind of how you've gotten to this point. But I know uh, a lot of your history is back in the Keys, uh, from yeah. I would imagine the 70s, kind of when everything started happening. Yep. How much? I mean, do you even like to go down there and fish anymore? I mean, how much has that fish <laughs> fishing changed since the heyday of when? You may, maybe wouldn't even see a boat till now. You just yeah. Every generation has complained about <laughs> about you know. Well, this is terrible, you know. And I mean, there's just, the fishing is so good in Key West that I don't know that the fishing will ever be any worse. It's just the amount of people there mm-hmm. that are fishing, and I think I haven't fished there in a long time. And I would I would always enjoy fishing there. It's the it's the whole Key West thing, the town, the land part of it that probably is the most disappointing at this point. Um, uh, you know, ever since the cruise ships came in, it totally changed the demeanor of of, of Key West. And right. it wasn't so bad at first, but then it got, you know, continued to be just overpopulated. Um, and one of the reasons I remember the day <laughs> that I decided to, to leave was I'd gone down to, there were no fish on the ocean side and I said well I know where they are so I'm going to go down and and fish uh the the flats uh in the lakes they called it which is the area west of Key West toward the Marques and I said I'll just go down and fish the lakes because that's where the, the fish have to be there and so I, I, got, I pulled up and and started going down there and as I got closer, I saw a boat. I went, "Damn, that guy's in my spot." So, so I, anyway, I, I went around him, and I, as I got closer to the next one, I went, 
God, both here too, you know. Yeah. And so finally, finally, there was a boat on every single spot that I was going to go to. I said, "All right, that's I'm it." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was a, it was this kind of a combination of things, uh, you know, that uh, that that made me decide that it was, you know, it was it was time to go. <laughs> so so I did. I left. Well, I've got a an art question for you. Um, sure. And I just kind of realized this last night. I was just kind of thinking, what am I going to ask Vaughn? And from my art background, uh, I feel like my biggest weakness is the fact that I can't hold on to one type of, not just subject matter, but way of creating art. Like I'm so skewed. Mm -hmm. Like one morning I might wake up and want to do an ink drawing or a, a painting this way, a modern painting. And then I just, it obviously dawned on me that you're, you've been doing the same thing for a long time. And is that something that ever bothered you that, uh, like I can always tell a Von Cochran painting, but it's one of those things. Oh, is, yeah. Have gallery people ever said you need to stick with one way and go with it? Because obviously you haven't, and you're successful in realism, pop art, line drawing, pencil drawing. Is there something that you wish you would have kept doing or not doing? Or are you happy the way it's gone? You, you know, I, I had this conversation with uh, C. D. Clark, and. Uh, uh, Chris and I were, were talking one day at a show and I was saying, you know, kind of, I wish I did what you did, you know, where everybody, you know, it's like you have a style, it's totally recognizable yep. and, and all this sort of stuff. And, and, you know, it's dependable, you know what you're going to do. And he said, yeah, he said, I wish I did. I, I, I could do what you do. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, you know, we, we, we were both envious of the other because of the paths that we had taken and and you know i'm you and i are probably a lot alike uh, uh in that way because i do whatever i want to do mm -hmm. and uh you know sometimes when i take off on a new style or a new project or new medium or whatever uh, uh my wife says nobody's gonna buy that <laughs> so, well, i don't care <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> And eventually somebody does, you know, right, it may take right. a few years, but, right. uh, but you no, know, I just enjoy, uh, uh, you know, uh, just doing different kinds of things. I'm always thinking about, you know, what I want to do next. And, 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 uh, you know, I, I mean, I, like I did the whole bright series, which I, you guys are familiar with. Sure. It's kind mm -hmm. of the, yeah. the pop art, um, type thing. And I grew up in the era of pop art and I worked with some of those guys. So mm -hmm. it was a natural thing for me to do. Uh, but I painted maybe, I don't know, 10 pieces or maybe 11 or something. I don't remember, but, but, but I kind of explored that whole, uh, that whole project and, and I worked through all the things I needed to work through. And then at some point you're done. Right. And and I said, okay, it's time to move on to something else, you know. So uh, I think the challenge is, you know, what are you going to do next, mm -hmm. uh, and 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 will it affect anybody? And, and does anybody care that you've done something new? You <laughs> yeah. know, right. those are the well, constant uh, challenges so, and thoughts for sure. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, and uh, I don't I don't feel like I'm stuck in any one thing. I feel like I'm always always moving forward and always trying new things and new different kinds of paint or, or sculpture or I mean, my backgrounds in ceramics really. So, wow. which is kind of an interesting takeoff on where I'm at now. Well, that actually brings up a good question that Mike's going to ask. Yeah, you. Well, so we were leading up to this interview. We were talking kind of, of, of what we were going to talk to you about. And, and somebody made mention that you had a cameo in a movie. 
Um, and and yeah. I'm curious, what 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 movie were you in? Vaughn? I didn't I, tell him, Vaughn. Nobody told know. me anything. I need to know. Well, uh, it wasn't a porn. Uh, <laughs> I was curious. I, mean, I, I was working on that, but I just couldn't get the part. <laughs> it was kind of fish porny. Yeah, a little fish porny. Uh, you know, in the keys in the '70s, you know, you never know what you're going to get into. <laughs> no, the uh, the movie was uh, uh, a movie that was produced by uh, a, a French filmmaker that was a friend of uh, uh, Guy uh, de la Valdine, who who actually paid for the movie. Uh, and all those guys were down there with uh, Tom Gwain, oh, wow. Jim Harrison. Wow. So you were in Tarpon. Yeah. Yeah, this was the Tarpon movie. Oh man, that's and, one of my uh, favorites. One of the best. Yeah, and uh, and I defy anyone to find me in that movie. So I'm, yeah. I'm gonna Wait, try. were you were oh, you the teenager on the headboat bashing the shark's brains out with a baseball <laughs> bat? The permit on no. the spikes, the garrison bites. <laughs> that, was the, that was the role I wanted, but. I was, <laughs> That that gets me every time. That kid just goes to town. Like he gets angry on that oh, shark. Shark, shark boy. <laughs> he, he approached that role with vigor. Oh, he got excited yeah. about it. Yeah. No, the uh, uh, I was I had a ceramic studio at the time in Key West, and I was yeah. fishing part time and commercial fishing and doing mm -hmm. art and you know whatever whatever it took to survive. Right. And uh, there's a scene in there of uh, a potter. And uh, uh, and I'm the guy uh, uh, throwing a pot on the wheel, and uh, nice. and also uh, I'm also playing the washboard. Uh, <laughs> oh, that, oh I that's that you! Yeah. No. Oh, nice. And we're, I all gonna, watch we're all gonna go watch this. Yeah, I'm gonna go watch this. Yeah, again now. Again, oh, <laughs> watch it all over again. Man. Yeah. <laughs> that's so. That's uh, I was uh, I was playing with a guy by the name of Gove Scribner. And uh, and he's still playing over in the Panhandle these days. Great, great, great musician. And uh, we always joke about having been in that movie. Wow. <laughs> that was, uh, that was, uh. It was a great. It was a great movie. And yeah. you know, I, I I showed that to the local fly club a couple of years ago. And I and before I showed the movie, mm. I explained to everybody that this movie was done in the early '70s when nobody had ever done right. A fishing video yeah. like that. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. was the first art film about fishing. Way it's ahead still, of its time. Like the time. Like, I mean, we had all these slow motion shots of tarpon jumping. Right. I mean, it's so common today, you don't even think about it. Right. I mean, you can do that on your iPhone, right? Yeah. But half the time, it was film. like, you know, it's like a great a masterpiece painting by Matisse or somebody yeah. like that. Absolutely. You look at it and you go, well, that, what's the big deal about that? It's pretty simple, but... But it was the fact that he did it first, right. and you know he he presented it as legitimate art, well, and so that's the way this movie was. Yeah. And the sound I'm of the sorry? gills raking, oh, like, oh, you can hear all yeah, that, yeah, that. Yeah, that. And and yeah, and you yeah. had an original score by Buffett, which that's pretty, yeah. pretty impressive. The whole yeah. thing was impressive. I mean, there's nothing not impressive about that movie for yeah. its for its yeah. time, for sure. I think Vaughn didn't you used to jam and, with old Jimmy. No way. Yeah, I, I was going to say I'm an original member of the Coral Reefer band. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. wow. Man, I can't believe you didn't yeah. lead gotten, off with that. I've got yeah. several <laughs> Grammys for that. And, uh, That's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. We, we called the most interesting man in the world. Uh, yeah, I mean, anything you haven't done. We should have called him for fantasy football. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Well, hey, man, I appreciate the time, bud. And uh, yeah. 
if, if you guys are if you guys are ever down in Jacksonville, you got to go by and see him or St. Augustine. Go see the restaurant. Can't, you can't Absolutely. miss that. You no, can't yeah. miss that. and go uh, try to find yeah. Vaughn. He's usually in either or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or in the Bahamas. It's the uh, it's the only uh, fly fishing theme restaurant in the United States that I know of. So so yeah, stop by. <laughs> nice, there you sure. Go. We'll we'll be down there soon. Well, thanks, bud. Okay, thanks for the time. Save in your seat. Uh, all right. <laughs> Bye, okay. buddy. Bye. Vaughn Cochran. Oh, Vaughn Cochran, oh, most man. interesting man in the fly fishing world. I, for sure. I got a little too excited. I had to tell that story. Though. No, that was no, awesome. No, no, you're not. I thought that was. I'm glad I'd never heard that story. I, yeah, that was. I, I, I definitely got the name of the painting wrong. Hey, well, so, you know. it's not like you look at it every day in your office or anything. It's not every that, day. Let's not get upset about that. <laughs> um, well, let's. I'm gonna play a tune here, and we're gonna get kind of fade out one break come back get the mad mike's rant and i'll let you guys go there you go all All right right, hang in there guys i can't ever get whoa it again (laughs) oh now you got some truckers going oh those are my boys yeah cool all right we'll be right back fishing runs deep in our family from me all the way down to my youngest grandson here and for us no one does family fishing better than zebco they've got rod and reels for everyone from kitty combos to tough tackle for serious anglers so take the whole family fishing today with zebco has any has anybody seen my tackle box But don't touch the sides or... I was trying to say Levon on Helm. <laughs> Wait, who's Leo Kaki? He's like the guitar. Oh, the string. I think I think we need a segment on the next show of just you playing music and Doug getting it wrong every time. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like the meters. It sounded like the meters. Oh, wow. That was in my ear. crackle popping, you moaning. Trying to come to a club where people wee on each other. <laughs> you ever drunk Bailey's from a shoe? Mm, Bailey's, that's cool. Uh, that's, that's, that's a tradition. The last segment we got. Last segment, beer. yeah. Oh, we're we're cracking it. beers. Yeah. It's it's 1230. This is totally socially it's, acceptable. It's, it's Wednesday. And I'm not uh, working. So. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What just you, happened? All right, the party just went to another level. I, just, yeah. I took it to 11. I didn't yeah, even I mean to. 11. I didn't even. 
you can accidentally take it to 11. Yeah. You know, you I don't even have to try anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, God, it gets out of hand fast. Uh, it yeah. does. Open one beer. That's what happens. All right. So, uh, We'll save we'll save boat talk for next time. I feel like we kind of did that with Barry in a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, did a little boat yeah. talk. The whole idea of boat talk um, is basically going to be uh, this can cl- um, just ridiculous jargon that people say when they're talking about boats. Right. right. Like when I moved here, and see, we're getting into boat talk. No, we're gonna we'll yeah. just warn you that next week we're doing. Well, boat go talk. ahead and finish the thought. Just like, I, you know. Well, yeah. when I moved here, the only th- whenever three or four dudes would get around and talk. It would go straight to, so what's your dead rise? What's your gunnel? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what any of this stuff. Paul, was. do you know what dead rise means? Uh, I think nothing on a flats boat is what it means. <laughs> How skinny it floats with nothing on it. Do you hear anybody talking about dead rise on a technical pulling skiff? They walk away. They don't know what they're talking. Walk away. About. Well, then what's dead rise? It's the it's the angle of your V of your hull. So like how sharp of an angle? See, so like on an offshore boat. Some. Yeah, this, the steeper the dead rise or the tighter that angle, like say 27 degrees or well, whatever. If we're going to do this, let me just play the intro song. <laughs> yeah, this boat talk. talk has been brought Here to we you go. by. This is, yeah. We're talking boat talk. Hulls and stones and bows. We're talking boat talk. Terminology. You wrote this this morning of the John, didn't you? We're talking boat talk. Now tracks and poles and runs. I'm going to need another talking beer, Mike. Boat talk. <laughs> Boat talk, bam. Yeah. So yeah. So. So dead rise. Would, so you know, hey man, what's your, so what's your dead rise? Yeah. Like they're whispering about it because <laughs> they don't want to embarrass the other guys. That dead rise might not be as good or something. Yeah. 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 I don't know. But well, it, it makes no. It makes no. But flats boats by nature they're flat. Like yeah. they don't have yeah. dead rise. Right. Like offshore well, guys. Like. Hear that? Yeah, well, offshore guys, anybody that has an offshore boat or like a, a big center console, like that's like that's how they measure that's how they measure their dick is how steep their dead rise is. <laughs> like, oh, oh, you only got twenty four degrees of dead rise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty seven over here, bro. <laughs> See, I don't want to embarrass anyone. So yeah, you gotta whisper get, these they things. They get all weird. Yeah. Whereas flats guys, though, you know, it's the same thing, but it's it's depth, like your your draft. Everybody's got to have something yeah. to geek out on. You gotta have. Yeah. Tell me about your, you tell me about your tunnel hole. Oh, I have a tunnel hole. I didn't intentionally want a tunnel hole. That's right. You do have a tunnel hole. Yeah. And my boat, like. Mud cricket. My, I weigh more than my boat, almost. Um, <laughs> it's The mud cricket is tiny. It's a little little thing. It weighs 365 pounds. Um, it's got so, no dead rise, though. No dead rise. It yeah. It's so, so not dead rise. But if I get stuck, I just take a piss off the front, and then I can just pull on out of there. Like, it, it floats <laughs> in nothing. Uh, on the on the negative side, though, if I have to run across open water, you know, I lose a tooth or two into the in the process. Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. bruised kidneys. Um, <laughs> I guess we both learned a little something about each other today, didn't we? Yeah, the tunnel hole. I don't know if it's even useful, but I did put a new jack plate on the boat this week. I, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. Strapped, I do know what that the does. Jack. I do know what that does. Yeah. yeah. Well, I had to because because the tunnel hole. What what a tunnel hole does is it forces water into a um, a groove. Essentially, it's in the center of your boat. And what that does is you can be in six inches of water, but the hydraulic force of being running through there forces... It creates like three or four more inches. It creates three or four more inches. Mm -hmm. So you can set your engine up a little higher and it still can bite and it doesn't cavitate because that tunnel is throwing a wall of water at it essentially to grab and push. So it allows you to to run really shallow. My boat, it's unnecessary in Charleston. Let's just put that out there. Like we don't run over really shallow water for any... Now that Texas guy... It's actually important down there. Or the keys, there. it would be or good because you're running over skinny. Mike, no, you had me at cavitation. Yeah. <laughs> but, see, the keys, like, it, it's, the problem with tunnel holes, you do you can lose some big water ability with a tunnel hole. Because for a tunnel hole to work really well, it means you have to have a pretty flat bottom boat. 
Um, so in the Keys, where you're running across those big passes and stuff, you don't you don't run flat bottom boats. Can't. No. So that's why they run those big flats boats that actually do have dead rise and, yeah. and they draft twelve inches because they're not they don't give crap about getting skinny. What right. they care about is being dry and, and being able to pull in big water and you know that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So it's a, it's a whole different thing. We really did get into some boat we talk. We really did. Right? <laughs> this this boat talk has been brought to you by. <laughs> Next time we're gonna talk about gunnels. Gunnels. Oh, okay. yeah, the little gunnels. gunnels. What's stuff? it called? The width across the boat. What's that no, called? That's the beam. It's your beam. Yeah. Wow, Paul. Really? <laughs> I don't have a boat. Why do I need to know this stuff? Like, I know what, like, an axle is. Everyone's going to go back and look at your paintings now and check really close on those boats in there. <laughs> I don't have boats in my paintings. That's oh, true. You really, really you don't, do you? I don't have gunnels or beams. <laughs> I got paint. <laughs> Dead rise. Right, let's get into, uh, let's get into, well, let's just hear the song. Yeah. What you pissed off about today? Let's crack your ears. That might be what you pissed off about today. Always pissed off at something. What you so mad about today? Let's hear you say, really, really pissed off. What you pissed off about today? Oh, man, these All right. <laughs> I recommend everybody start drinking. All right. <laughs> I don't know what's coming. Paul's favorite. This is Paul's favorite part of the show because he just gets to poke me, and I don't oh know what's God. happening. Like if, it, if we're ten beers deep, <laughs> like after the Lucero show, and he's so happy, uh, he's got rock and roll blood just <laughs> steaming through his body. If you just say one thing that makes him mad, it's like you just you get back sit back I'm, I'm so freaking excited right so now. we're not really 10 beers deep nor are we at a Lucera show no but I can get mad about anything but hey know. hold on a second I was gonna play Lucera song <laughs> you know what really grinds my gears yeah what well, that that's uh, works me over but we can talk about that too <laughs> let's just get him we're prepped here we go alright some Lucero playing yeah nothing wrong with Lucero let's just take another sip of beer So, Mike, tell me how you feel about when someone catches a pompano and they tell you it's a permit. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Topic A. Okay, once again, uh, Paul, you always you throw these little darts, <laughs> and you're hitting a much bigger target than you're trying to aim at. All right. I, okay, we'll start with pompano and permit. First off, if you're going to go fishing in South Florida or the Caribbean or Mexico or anywhere else where permit live, learn what one looks like, okay? Because <laughs> if I open my Facebook one more time and see a pompano being held by somebody in flowery board shorts and a spinning rod with shrimp on it that says, caught my first permit today, I swear to God, I'm booking a plane ticket and I'm going to take you out. like just From a paddle board, right? From a <laughs> paddle board with the paddle. I'm going to paddle up to you. Hey, that's a good-looking permit you got there. Whop! Like Judy Chop right to the neck with the paddle. <laughs> So didn't you, didn't you, well, I don't want to name names here, no. but something happened. Well, I, okay, this is a long time ago, and this, this fella, and I like this guy, all right, and he was a really nice guy, but he went on vacation to the Bahamas, and he, he didn't have the money to, to, buy, to rent guides or whatever, which I, I could fully <laughs> agree with. It gets expensive, so he was doing a do-it-yourself thing, and he went down there, and he's waiting around. And he comes back to the shop, 
And he says, hey, man, I caught some permit when I was in the Bahamas. Now, for those of you who don't know, there are permit in the Bahamas, but you do not go to the Bahamas to catch permit. I actually have pictures on my phone. Yeah, exactly. I've seen them, and I've seen people catch them, and it is a thing. It happens, but you don't go there to catch them. So it's a really rare thing. It's really cool, and it's badass, right? It's even more elusive. And you definitely wonder when you see them, am I really seeing them? Yeah, am I really seeing them? Yeah. So I was intrigued. I was like, you caught a permit? And this guy wasn't exactly like a skilled angler anyway. So I was like, first off, you caught a permit on a fly rod. That's, that's awesome. It's an amazing thing to do. Secondly, you did it in the Bahamas on foot yeah. by yourself. You're, I mean, I got to hear this. this. I got to hear this story. Yeah. He's like, I got pictures, man. Trigger fish. <laughs> Pulls the pictures up. And it's not even a, it's not even a, it's not even um, uh, a pompano. It's a palmetto. It's a palmetto. Yeah. All right. Now, yeah. those of you who don't know what a palmetto is. Yeah. Kind of looks like a permit, but a has longer rim. dorsal and, and, and uh, anal fin, and it's never much bigger than your hand. No. Okay, so even if it was a permit, can you still count that? Yeah, no. exactly. So I didn't. You can't I, even count I that liked as a this. <laughs> I liked this guy, so I didn't say anything. I mean, my tongue was bleeding, but I let it ride. <laughs> which anybody that knows me knows that that's a rare thing. Like I'm bad for just telling people. I, it hurt. Well, to each his own. And then, and that was fine. <laughs> I was okay with it. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to let this go. I'm going to be a better person for it. Not six months later, old boy, we're at some function. The old boy comes up. and I was talking about going down to uh, permit fish. I was going down to the Keys. And uh, I was like, yeah, man, we're heading down, me and my buddy. We're going to go camp for a couple of days and run the boat and look for some permit. It's going to be a good time. He's like, yeah. I don't know, man. My next trip's probably going to be tarping. I've done the permit thing. I'm pretty much over it. <laughs> It's attached to your rod, mother lecker. Oh, dude, my blood pressure, my blood pressure went through the goddamn roof. So, moral of the story is, if you catch a, I don't know, a baby permit or a palmetto or a pompano, you have not done the permit thing, okay? You've not done it. You're not over it. So shut the fuck up, okay? Ooh, son. Uh, And if you can't identify a fish, here's how you post that to Instagram. Hey, what is this? Help me. It was really fun. I caught it on my fly rod. Not, I caught a permit. Because that's a big deal. People work their entire lives to catch a permit, and you're making us look like bitches, okay? When you say, never mind, I'm out. Just play me out. All right, well, here it was. Well, we're going to... Doug, thanks for coming today. Oh, man, I, I've actually had a blast. Can't wait to see you guys next week. Doug actually works every day, so it's kind of <laughs> a treat to be in here. Yeah, I think he's technically working right now. No telling calls. Um, <laughs> but we're not going to be here next week due to Thanksgiving. But oh, yeah. this family. But we wish a happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Absolutely, guys. Enjoy time with the family. Yeah, yeah. I think we're going to start planning on having this every Thursday. Today's Wednesday, so it makes sense. But Thursdays, it also depends on Michael's schedule. Yeah, I can, I can just not sleep. That's fine. All right, everyone, we're out. <laughs>